When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby podcast with your host, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Now, I mean, it was... Was it was it a good weekend of rugby? Was it a disappointing weekend of rugby? Was it an interesting weekend of rugby? Or was it all of them? It was an interesting weekend of rugby, wasn't it? Oh, big time. And and something you might not have picked up on is pre-season matches have taken place. I did see that. Thank you very ah. much, Damo. Hey, <laughs> no skin off my nose, Sue. Absolutely, no skin off your nose. And some interesting results. Only really one kind of prop. I would say there's only one proper game there as far as the New Zealand teams come. I mean, you know, the other ones are playing like Japanese sides and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The the main game was the um, the Munster game, really. Yeah. Crusaders Munster. Ooh, but, mate. The um, that one? Okay. No, I would have liked to have uh, seen the Crusaders win, but they didn't, unfortunately. We... We're going to go over that game later. Excellent. Um, I'm going to I'm going to probe you on it. Oh, don't probe me, please. <laughs> don't worry, I won't, I won't probe you too hard, sir. <laughs> um, mate, what's life brought you this week, though, outside of the Super Rugby podcast? Uh, I'm knackered. Half term next week. <laughs> Getting a puppy on Friday. Oh yeah. yeah, this is big for you, eh? This is big. Yeah, this is big. It'll be good, though. Really looking forward to it. We've got everything we need. So really looking forward to it. It'll be fun. And um, contract signed. Contract signed. Yeah, so, okay. everyone, Huge. they didn't work out that I'm an absolute, See you know, you nugget. But, um, no, you're not a nugget. They, you know, it's all signed, signed, sealed, and hopefully delivered anyway. Hey, hopefully snow tomorrow as well. Big, yeah, I can't wait for the snow day. Yeah. Are you guys like... You get big snow up there. Like, could it be? Could it be a real problem? It could be a real problem, but not for not for us because 
we pretty much live on site. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I'm I'm definitely I love getting into work in the snow. So I I will be I will be on the bike anyway. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, going in on the bike, yeah, no matter the conditions, that's for sure. Mate, um, now listen, mm, I am. we're going to start up. Uh, our first segment is what's up on WhatsApp. So what was the, the hot chat on WhatsApp this week? Um, I, I never read it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I do, I do, I do, I do. Um, but the general sort of chat, I guess, on the Super Rugby Podcast Patreon WhatsApp member, Patreons, get your numbers in. Two more today. Two more today, in. yes. Um, but we sort of spoke about who um, who from other countries that are were born in New Zealand we'd want back, if that makes sense. So it's sort of got the ball rolling because uh, Ethan Roots yes. was man of the match for England, who is a Kiwi-born. Um, yeah, no, no, that that's interesting. He wasn't Kiwi-born. Or was he not? He was English-born, and right. they moved to New Zealand very young. Oh, okay. I think he was six. Hence, Harry qualifies for... Um, yes. So he could play for the All Blacks. He could play for the All Blacks, and obviously now that he's played for the English, yeah, you know, I mean, he, he he looked all right, didn't he? To be fair to him, I didn't watch that game. Oh my goodness, you 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 saved yourself a little bit, but, I, but it was very interesting. Um, but then I got talking, and we got talking. Sorry, and I think someone brought up Bundyaki. Hundred percent. Who uh, wouldn't want Bundyaki? Wow, he's good at the moment. And then I said, Jamison Gibson Park, Ireland number nine. Yeah. He'd be a good pick. Would you biased, Would but... you start him? Would you start Bundiaki and would you start Jamison Gibson Park in your All Blacks team? Yes. Both of them? Yeah. Okay. i definitely go Bundy. Yeah. Or Bundy. Um, Bundy, Bundy. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm not convinced with Jamison Gibson Park starting. Who would I think start? Cam Cam Roygaard Cam for me. I think, think I think he's, he's gonna have a huge block. Yeah. I think he's gonna have a huge season this season. I mean, don't get me wrong, I think they'll start with someone else. They'll give him the starting spot. But by the end of the season, Cam Roygaard for my, me is gonna be the the not best nine not in the world, because I think DuPont but because DuPont won't be playing, he'll be the best nine in the world. Wow, that's huge. I heard it here first, everyone. You heard it here yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. So obviously a lot of people, um, yeah, I mean, then there was uh, Van der Merwe. Van der Merwe. Yeah. Would he go back and play? Would the Safkins want him? Yes, they would. Yeah. I mean, he is he is a hell of a player, actually. He is. He's a strong runner, isn't he? But, you know, if, if we look at sort of current and – old springbok wingers no one's massive you know mapimpi's strong but he's not massive no you're right small the other guy on the wing small yeah you know that they've they i am trying to go back and he is he is an oddity even in staffer isn't he a big fast player yeah they've got some big boys three 
I mean, you know, Damien Dearlande, he's a big boy though, isn't he, as well? Yeah, and but he's he not could play on three. the wing. But he could play on the wing. Yeah, but he's not an out and out winger. We're talking about an out and out <laughs> winger here, Damo. Yeah, I know, mate. You're right. Well, I tell you what, I'd have him I'd have him in my all blacks team starting. <laughs> I would. I'd have him on there. He ain't yep. that good. He plays for Scotland, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Scotland are good. Scotland are gonna win the Six Nations. Yeah. Yeah, and then we spoke about on the WhatsApp chat. We spoke who would win the Six Nations, didn't we? Now that yeah. we also touched base on that last week, but Yeah. Who, no, okay. I think it, Okay, here we go. Revised guess. Do you still think Scotland will win the Six Nations? No, I want to make this really clear. I never said Scotland would win the Six Nations. No. I said I no, couldn't yeah. I couldn't believe I couldn't believe that people weren't even talking about them. You know, no one was talking about them. And I feel like they deserve um, to be spoken about. Well, after the first half, I think everyone was like, oh, this could be Scotland's year. And then the second half came along and sort of swept them away, really, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll go over there? this. And, uh, yeah, we'll go over it. We'll go you, over it. We'll go. Yeah, I mean, just very briefly, though, I think two things. Scotland were on a high... They didn't have to work particularly hard to get on a high, and then you know Wales went into the be- uh, into the changing rooms, got an absolute rocket up their ass, um, and you know they came out fighting. And I think when you've dominated like that in the first half, it's very difficult to actually continue to back it up. Yeah, and um, obviously they couldn't back it up, and then Wales found some spirit and, uh, and came back. Cards, didn't they? Yeah. Now, mate, it's time to do Super Brew. It's back. It's time to do Super Brew. Also, for those Super Brew gurus, the Super Rugby Super Brew is out. The Super Rugby Super Brew is now out as well. Brilliant. So you can have a look at that. All right. So. Join. Are you ready? I'm going to play the music. Yeah. Shall we see what he he's got? He's on like five. He's on 5.5. 5. 5. He got 5.5. 5. 3 1.5s. 
plus. I mean, it's unbelievable. Slam. Well done, yeah. Ashman Cash. But uh, I do feel under a lot of pressure now because you did beat me in the last competition. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest to say I, I was a bit smug that, you know, I just sort of presume that I'm going to turn up in these competitions and beat you. And why do you think I got, that? Well, when I look at you, it gives me a clue. Um, and normally that Beautiful. is correct. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Great. Yeah, alignment. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. All the things that I have not. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the super um, That is the super brew, mate. That's super brew. But it's time for breaking news. It is proudly sponsored by our Patreon members. Yes, so thank you very much yes, for that, Patreon members. Um, what have you got first up, mate? Oh, I've got a screenshot of Tony Brown. Okay. Now, Tony Brown has been confirmed as South Africa's attack coach. Oh, it's just so disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm absolutely... It really is, isn't it? I'm absolutely gutted. really is. Um, um, so he's, he's their new appointment. He's their new appointment, um, and I think it's a real loss for us. I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder how. Um, because it's well known that he's that he's brilliant, and he's, you know, he he was willing to come back to the Highlanders. So yeah, you know, he obviously loves New Zealand and all of that. And I just can't believe that he would turn down an assistant coach attack coach for the All Blacks over the Springboks. You know, it's it's literally like for like, isn't it? But maybe... Yeah, but is it for him a stepping stone to then become head coach of a big nation? You know, because at the moment, looking at sort of things on paper, he's not going to be All Black coach, is he, for a while, unless Razor Robinson does something seriously wrong. Yeah... I don't think you know, Tony Brown's next anyway, is he? You're right. No, he's He's got no. many a year so, before he's... Correct. So if he's then going to South Africa and learning the trade and that sort of thing, then so be it. You know, that could maybe, be good for us down the line. Maybe he wants to work with Razzie as well. Well, we know how good he is. So you can't blame him for that. No. Nope. Definitely can't blame him for that. But I just thought... Could have been, could have been a master strike to get him in the All Blacks. That's could that's my. But then where do you go? Talking about, there? talking about coaches going and coaching overseas. My first story is Dane Cole's verdict on Joe Smith taking over the Wallabies. Now, yep. <laughs> does not mince his words he normally, does he? No. He basically goes on in this article to say he he was absolutely gutted that Joe Smith. Um, is going to coach Australia, and he's gutted on on a few fronts. Um, he puts down the fact that they made the final purely down to Joe Smith and his coaching. Really? And he says, without Joe Smith, they wouldn't have made the final. Okay, so the first one is he's gutted but because... we knew that. Yep, we did. Um but so that was the first one. Second one is he's coaching Aussie and he hates the Australians. And the third one is apparently Joe Smith said to him that he was going to retire from coaching. He wasn't going to coach anymore. And his days were done. 
So Colsey, uh, to learn that he's gone and, and coaching for the uh, the enemy, as Colsey sees it, um, is is a tough pill to swallow. Hey, there must be a hell of a pay packet there, though, eh? Do you reckon, though? I don't think the Aussies are that flush. It's not like the England job. They they got, you know, they pay big time, don't they? Yeah. But I don't think the Aussies do. But, yeah, I mean, close to home, I suppose. Sees it as a challenge, you know. Yeah. When he picked up Ireland, it's definitely, they weren't amazing. It's, you know, and he brought them to becoming a powerhouse. When he picked up New Zealand, they weren't amazing. They weren't bad, but they weren't amazing. And he brought them to the World Cup final. You know, Australia and God knows what at the moment. So maybe he's looking for that I mean Colsey goes on to say things like he's really tough on you like he's really tough on you he he pull he calls you out that he does the video sessions he you know he, he he pulls out you're not trying hard enough all these things he just said he really it really sharpened them up um well, made them accountable so you know made we, them accountable we knew, yeah we knew that um old Fozzy was too they, he was too matey with them we knew that yeah and that's what i'm scared about with scott no i think yeah i don't know i mean scott robinson i'm sure is quite matey with them but from my understanding with him it's he's very good at building a team so he's he you know he gets the right people in to do the right job yeah i get so that i all, get that but all, then you need you need a bit of Good cop, bad cop. So who's his bad cop? Who's his? Well, it's, it's definitely um, in, you know, it's um, it's it's um, oh, Scott Hanson, isn't it? Hanson's the bad cop, right? Okay. Now there was an interesting thing, right? And I'm picking this, okay. <laughs> so when it was the final, the Super Rugby final last year, I can't remember whether I said this on the podcast, but there was a camera at halftime. That went straight on to a Hanson, okay? Right. And he was pulling this smiling face, like a weird smiling face, the whole time. And I think this was all down to the fact that, you know, he was basically told, you're a miserable, you're a miserable bugger. And you have to go and stand in the middle of the change rooms and smile the whole, whole of half time. So I think it was like a little bit of an in prank type right, thing. Okay. Um, and that's like a razorism. You know, he's right. like, like, they're not going to be expecting it from you. They're going to be expecting you to come in, you know, kick some water bottles and stuff. I just want you to go and stand in the middle and smile. Um, and I remember seeing it feeling a bit creeped out by it, to be honest. <laughs> but, but yeah. Mate, what's your second story? Um, let me just bring it up. Uh, yeah, Six Nations. Now, Ireland... Played reasonably well. Okay. <laughs> Understatement. Yep. But they don't even have, you know, they didn't even have ring rows in the midfield. Now, I know that we sort of bang on about Bundiaki and how well he is doing, but ring rows is a heck of a player. Yeah, no Johnny Sexton. No Johnny Sexton. So they were missing like some big key players, but ring rows is on the mend. So he... Um, he'll be available for their next match, so he's going to be in. 
I mean, he he is a very good player. Um, but my thing was was I I felt quite strongly that France had the better team, but as in player to player. But Ireland were just so good. They were so tight. They knew <laughs> they so knew well exactly drilled. so well drilled. And you know, I heard a commentator sort of say, apart from the quarterfinal in the World Cup, Ireland have been the best team over the last three years. Best Easy. team in the world over yeah. three years. Yeah. And and they're kind of right, eh? Do you yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. Apart from that quarter final, they they are they are so hard to beat. They are so hard to break down. Um and I don't really know why, apart from the fact that they are greater than the sum of their parts and they just know each other inside and out. And I, I can't really other than because like let's be honest to say they've got some good players. But they don't have the world's best back three or no. the world's best loose forwards or, you know, they're, they're just all really good, solid players. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, there are. I mean, people will be shouting at us saying they are the best, but I, I think that there are better players elsewhere. There are better players elsewhere, but as a cohesive team, big word there for you, Damo, they are... Yeah, mate. They are the best, and that comes down different. That comes down to the um, the coaching staff, really, and the fact that they most of them play for Leicester, Leinster. Yes, that's true, mate. My second story, it's all about defense, and I spotted this is a bit of a this is a bit of a what caught your eye as well. Okay, so. Felix Jones is the, um, I think he's Irish, okay, but he coached South Africa to the World Cup glory as defense coach, and he's now been bought by the RFU and is coming in and is basically changing the way that they defend, hence why they almost lost on the weekend. Okay. But what it's saying is he will drive the new England looking forward, the new look England moving forward. And what I would say is one thing I really spotted, not just with uh, England's defense, but actually with a lot of six nation defense was this rogue defender flying up, you know, sort of flying up at often 10, shutting down 10. And you saw that with Finn Russell. He, you know, Finn Russell had it on a string you go into the second half and they literally just shut down Finn Russell. And this is exactly the same thing with England. They shut down, you know, the Italian team who was running the show quite nice. Yeah. Um, and I, it's sort of something new, isn't it? They used to come flying up from, from 13 and try and cut off that wide pass. But it seems like they're doing that and they're trying to get right up in the 10's face as well. Yeah. So just one thing for our listeners to watch out for when they're watching, you know, can they see a rogue player breaking the line but putting pressure on 10 um, so he gets in his eye line so he can't can't dictate play? Yeah. Hey, going back to the island um, and how good they are, they've lost two games in the last two years. Obviously the All Blacks. Yeah. And the All Blacks. Oh, of course, because when they went to New Zealand, we won yeah. one, didn't we? Yeah. 
bloody hell, that is so good, isn't it? Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's so, would you want to go over what caught your eye over the weekend? Yeah. The last, the last three years, they've lost three games. Who do they lose to? Is it France? They lost, uh, they almost lost to Japan. Uh, they lost to France. Yeah. Yeah. During the Six Nations. Yeah. Crikey. Yeah. So, mate, what, what caught your eye over the weekend? Um, the Crusaders losing, actually. That caught my eye. Um, the Italian game yeah. against England, that caught my eye. I thought I'd, I'd had them to win by 20 and... Half time, I was like, right, okay, they'll get into it. And then they sort of did get into it. And I thought, right, they just need to score again to then, you know, ease out. But then Italy came back. Yeah. And then um, um, the Scottish game, <laughs> game of two halves. <laughs> it really was, wasn't it? Um, I mean, I, I agree with everything you said. I would like to say the Italian. Um, shape the Italian attacking shape was first class oh, set play brilliant oh absolutely brilliant their defense is pretty good the, the set play are proper moves yes you know like a few dummy runners ball out the back you yeah. know it's it's yeah. good to watch do you know who's coaching them I did know Kieran Crowley but now then there's a new guy in oh is there a new guy in yeah Oh. Yeah, new guy, brand new coach. But I, I like him already because Kieran Crowley was all up for that, but he's obviously been moved on and, and um, they're, they're still playing in an attack of, attacking way, which is great, isn't it? Yeah, which is great. So, and maybe that's sort of what they wanted to bring in, a like for like almost. Yeah, maybe. Um, I thought England were poor. So I thought Italy were very good, but I thought England were poor. Did they get over the line? In the end, yeah, they did. But let's be honest to say, Italy shouldn't be running England so close. No, well, do you know who the head coach is? Gonzalo. Gonzalo. Uh, he is from Argentina. Yes. Yeah. How good's that? I think he was a hell of a. I think he was a hell of a player. To be fair. Yeah. Back in his day. Yeah. Let's is it? Oh, what's yeah. his last name? Mm, oh, mm, not even going to try it. <laughs> not even going to try it. <laughs> uh, okay and the other one was the Scotland I mean the Scotland attack was fantastic the Welsh come back people say that were there they've never heard the Millennium uh, or whatever they call it now so loud right okay in the second half but so quiet in the first half yeah because chalk and cheese it, I mean though. it was 20 it was 27 nil. Yeah, five minutes after halftime, twenty-seven nil. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? And you know, Scotland had had scored some beautiful tries in that yeah. twenty-seven nil as well. So, um, I mean, I wonder what Gatlin said at halftime. I would have loved to have been Ooh, a fly, fly on, the on wall. that wall. Yeah, he would have been hot under the collar. Oh, he would have been cooking, cooking on heat. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the other one was the, the French. The French are back to being French. 
Yeah, inconsistent. How would you Love okay before yeah before before last couple of years? How would you describe a typical French team? Strong, powerful. What well, like the last couple of years? That no, before that, before oh, that, consistent, strong, powerful, inconsistent, weak, flaky. <laughs> I always used to worry Exciting. when. I always used to worry when France didn't play well in the first half. Dark Do you know what I mean? Horse. Like, yeah, if they didn't play well in the first half, then you knew they were going to come out and play really well in the second half. Um, whereas if they play well in the first half <laughs> and they're not too far ahead, you know you're going to be fine in the second half. Whereas yeah. over the last, you know, three or four years, they've been classed. They've been really yeah. good, really consistent uh, together as a unit, but they were nothing like that. And the uh, on the game on the weekend, right, everything from their defence wasn't wasn't running smoothly. Um, their attack definitely was not running smoothly. Um, so and players that you would normally rely on. Yeah, I changed my and the red card didn't help either, did it? Um, I changed no, my no. mind on the res, on the winner because I had France, but then I changed my mind one minute before the start of the game. And now, what what made you change your mind? So I looked at the team sheet. Yes, and I saw that Antimac still wasn't back. Yeah, so I changed it. Yeah, it's a good shout. It's a good shout. That I mean, because I tell you what, it's a hell of a shout. They France are at home. Yeah, first game of the Six Nations. They, you know, I understand Intermec wasn't playing, but Jellybear is still a hell of a player. So Jellybear is still a hell of a player. But how awful was their number nine? <laughs> he was tear dreadful, wasn't he? He's he so was slow. Really, <laughs> oh my god! I mean, that was. I didn't really realize how, because I, I think DuPont's amazing, obviously. You know, I really yeah. do think he's amazing. But you would have thought there'd be someone else. Waiting in the wings. Almost, almost as good. But that lad was a shocking <laughs> replacement. He was appalling. <laughs> I mean, that really did kill them, didn't it? I mean, as you say, do you so know what it was, it was like? Justin Marshall-esque. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> me, oh, my, oh, boy. Boomfa. That's what it reminded me of. I mean, <laughs> Justin Marshall had a massive pack, you know, a oh. dominant All Blacks, yeah. and he ran with the ball a lot. This guy was as <laughs> slow. He didn't run I'll with pick it. pick it up and then pass it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So just to go over the, the results from the weekend, we had obviously Italy 24. 27 points to England. Now, to be fair, Italy scored in the last minute of the game. So, you know, England kicked to the corner, mucked it all up, and then, you know, they scored last second. So it wasn't actually as close as it does seem. But that Welsh, 26, Scotland, 27, and France, 17, Ireland, 38. Can Ireland, can Ireland be beaten in the Six Nations? I can't see it. Who? Wales aren't going to do it. England's not going to do it. Scotland are probably your next best bet. Now, that game's last. So it's the last game of the Six Nations. could be problematic. But also, Scotland have got some injuries already. mm, They don't need injuries. As we said, their their real weakness was um, depth depth of squad. Yeah, Yeah. I'm just going to run through the... um, the 
uh, scores from the preseason of the Super Rugby. Very good, sir. So Very we good. had highlight highlighters, <laughs> Highlanders uh, thirty six, <laughs> Moana Pacific twenty eight. Blues uh, played the Japanese a Japanese team forty three seven. Force beating the Reds twenty one nineteen. That's big. Rebels thrashing the Waratahs thirty eight twelve, and then the Brumbies just pipping Fiji forty three forty. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Crusaders losing to Munster. Yep. As well. Oh, yeah, and but the Crusaders I, losing to Munster. I want to touch on this, though, right? Okay. So, there was no... <laughs> there was there was no All Blacks. Anyone in the All Blacks World Cup squad was not playing in these warm-up matches. Ah, interesting. So, of... Obviously, Munster didn't have any of their I- Irish team as well. Yeah. Okay, so apples for apples. But the difference being, Munster have been playing matches regularly, week and week, week on week. This is the this is the Crusaders' first competitive run out. Yeah. And they did it without any All Blacks at all in their squad. And actually, I think from what I saw... Pretty impressive. Good. My question to you is, is this damaging for New Zealand rugby on the face of it? There was 43,000 people at the Munster ground watching Munster play the Crusaders. And there was no All Blacks for them to see. Yeah, which is a shame, really. It is a shame. I get why they're not playing. But then again, it's pre-season. You know, they haven't played rugby for a few months. I don't get it at all, mate. I mean, I, I don't be, get it. Like They're professionals. They're getting paid. It's not World Cup year. It's not no. World Cup year. No. And even if it was World Cup year, I'd still be yeah. a little bit questioning. as much rugby as you can. You know, yeah, I just find it bizarre. Actually. You know, this is, um, you're taking your, you're taking your super rugby teams overseas. You're, you're trying to build these relationships with these, these clubs. Um, and okay, Munster won. So their fans are happy. But, does that, but just imagine if Munster didn't win and there was no All Blacks playing, they'd be like, well, that was a waste of time. But also, now Munster, oh, well, Super Rugby's not the best competition in the world, is it? Correct. Absolutely correct, yeah. Which clearly, actually, it just shows. I mean, I know Munster aren't, um, you know, they're not a Leinster. Yeah, but they're not weak. Or, but what I would say is, you know, the Crusaders should have drawn. They had a kick. They scored a try and had a kick yes. to draw the match. Yeah, I did. See it that. wasn't a particularly tough, tough. They've been playing the season together as a group. You know, with the team the Crusaders put out, it shouldn't have been a contest. No. So you know, I thought it was very impressive. And actually, that is the that is the question that we're going to be asked by our listener. So we we'll, might as well do that now. Um, let me just bring it up so I can see it. Well, should I should I give you my? I've got a voice note. Do you want me yes. to play that first? Yes, please. Okay. So this voice note is. Bless you. Daisy just sneezed. <laughs> I heard it. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep it in. Keep it in. Um, yeah. So this one is from uh, Mr. Parker. Our yeah. mate, Mr. Parker. Loves a voice note. 
Oh, I love the yeah. voice note though too. Yeah. Right. Here we go. Well, Cher, Toby, and Cher, Damo. I'll give you a message, uh, boys. It's been a little while. Um, been trying to think of a question and all that, like regarding rugby, but there's not much been on of late. Um, but there's been something that's popped up. But first and foremost, um, Damo, I've got a quick question, non-rugby related. Because Mr. Harris doesn't um, seem to want to put it out there, but the man in front of you, do you reckon he could make a comeback in surf lifesaving, say in the beach sprints or the beach flags, and actually get a medal and show everyone what it's like to be a mighty Wainui person? Second, um, I've just seen a little article of a player in the Western Force with, by the name of Harry Potter. So evidently they have a player who's 25 years old that's making his like Western Force debut and his name's Harry Potter. Let you guys think that. Hopefully he's not on the wing and using a broomstick. Thirdly, uh, I want to make a shout-out since it's probably been a year now since I've been listening to you guys and I was undercover for a bit. Thanks to my cuz. Shout-out to Ben Zealand. Um, yeah. So the first bit is irrelevant. We're not. No, it's not. It's definitely not irrelevant. Can I just say that? It's definitely not irrelevant. And I think you should make a comeback, mate. Get yourself down a salt burn beach. Get training. Salt burn. I tell you what, though, the listeners won't know how talented the man that is sitting in front of me via internet is so talented at everything he does. You literally, he's one of those. The only thing, the only thing that I've ever beaten him at was what was it super brew oh. and and <laughs> that doesn't that takes and no i beat you at tennis and oh, i beat you at tennis once yes yeah, that's right that was in a lesson <laughs> i better come down there now and whip your ass. nah mate i've i've retired from international tennis so i anyway, will go out on a high anyway. hell of a hell of a talent this lad hell of a talent harry potter does play on the wing and he, he scored twice. He scored twice on the weekend. And he's like shit off a shovel. <laughs> it's not bad, eh? <laughs> he ain't flying on a broomstick, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. Else's. Yeah. I um, tell you what, though, isn't it great that, that, um, He's been listening to us for a year, and he's still yeah. he's still getting he's still loving it by the sounds still of it. Still doing it, still doing it. Yeah. So shout out to Ben Zealand as well. Absolutely. Um, so that was quite funny, actually. Remember when they were doing that whole? They were messing with us, weren't we? Weren't they? Oh yeah, like a pitch every week. Yeah, would come through. <laughs> oh, that was good. They were, they were good days. Um. Right. Yeah, okay. So the question, listener's question. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Listener's question is, uh, he was he's watching the game. He's watching the Crusaders Munster game, and, and he's heard me say, "Do I think I I thought the Crusaders would be weak this year?" And yeah. he said, after watching the game, "Do I still think that they will be weak?" And the honest answer is, I don't think they'll be weak. They're not going to get rolled over, but they're not going to win the competition because when push comes to shove. They will lose tight matches that they would have won under Razor. You know, yeah. they 
they won over the past few years some really tight matches, really important moments. And we saw that with Fozzie with the All Blacks. Games that they would have won in past years, yeah, they were losing. And that's what I think I will we'll see with the Crusaders. Yeah, being able to sort of go into that 78th, 79th, 80, 81st, 82nd, you know, being able to win the game sort of two, three, four minutes over time. It'll be interesting to see if the Crusaders can do that because, you know, last year, year before, a few years before that, they were able to do that. The All Blacks a few years ago were able to do that. It'll be interesting to see yeah, with new coaching staff if that mentality is still there. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, when you, a winning's a habit, isn't it? Winning's a habit. And if you, if you learn to win, then you feel relaxed when you're not winning because you know you know it'll come. Um, whereas, you know, trying to beat the All Blacks for Argentina was really difficult and it took them a long time and, and Ireland, really difficult. Um, but then once you've done it once, you can come back and do it. You know, it's you know like the, the monkey's off your back, isn't it? Yeah, you know the feeling of winning and then you can just roll on through again. Absolutely. Mate, my question to you, though, is how important are preseason matches? Yeah, huge. I think not necessarily to win them. I mean, it's always good to win them. But I think it's good to know where you're at. You know, are the moves feeling crisp? No, right, we know what to work on. Was our scrum looking all right? Did it feel good? Yes. Brilliant. Let's keep doing what we're doing. It's like a mock a mock exam, isn't it, really? You find out where you're weak, you look at where you're strong, you keep going, or you change, you know? Okay, so if it's like a mock exam, yeah, yeah, because I think that's a fantastic way to look at it, being two teachers, <laughs> would you turn up without your calculator? Would you turn up without your ruler? Would you turn well, up without your highlighters, mate? But that's our point. You know, that's the point of why on earth are they not playing? They've had a few months off, you know. They're not, there's no World Cup in sight. So what's uh, the point in... I agree. ...in them not being there? They get paid a heck of a lot of money that's for bizarre. God's sake. Come on. I, I, I agree with you. I think war matches are really important and I think, um, you know, it's all about... But how, how do you, as a coach... Uh, know where you're at when half your players aren't part of the squad. Or is it reassuring to you as a coach going, you know, we've only just lost here, but I've got a lot more firepower. I'm sure it's reassuring, but, but I'm not sure. You know, because you could bring in the best <clears throat> best players in the world and it could not work. You know, you think yeah, about, exactly. um, to some extent, a few years ago, Finn Russell, one of the best players in the world coming into Scotland. Not a bad team, not a great team, and then not paying off. Yeah, yeah. No, it really, it really bugs me. Yeah. It made me mad. Yes, no, I'm not surprised. The, you know, I'm not surprised. That the Irish, th you know, think that they're better. Yeah. You know, yeah. it made me mad that, that the Crusaders turned up without a decent team and lost to them. Yeah. So yeah, not that's, that's just me. Probably the reason uh, why I'm not coaching Super Rugby team, mate. <laughs> Perhaps. 
the hat. Right now, you've my, got, got some. I've, uh, got, I've got a quiz. Got a quiz for you. You got a quiz for me. Absolutely, looking forward to this. Now, I've done a little bit of research. Okay. Now, there's two parts to this quiz. Two parts. There's a Six Nations part. Okay. And a other part. Okay. <laughs> now, my quiz to you, Damien, is 100 caps or more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go through each Six Nations nation and I want you to tell me, okay, how many have 100 caps or more? How many players have 100 caps or more? So that's one point. And then you get a further point if you were in, if you were within five of the correct number, as in, let's say, Toby Harris is playing for... Um, Romania, and he's got over 100 caps. How many has he got? You guess 125. I've actually got 123. Uh, you still get a point. Is, okay. So I'm, I'm, I have to. I have to say I'm racking my brains. It's good. <laughs> and it's good. I can't think of a lot of players that have got over 100 caps. But anyway, let's go. In the current squad. Current squad. Yeah. Okay. So you get just pick pick a Six Nations. Nation. So I'm going to go um, England. Okay. How many in the current squad? Have got over 100 caps. Yeah. I reckon there's only... I reckon there's only one. Correct. I reckon it's... I reckon it's Coles. Correct. Yeah. Tell you what, you can have have two points for that. Okay. (laughs) And what if you can get within five? I reckon he's got. Oh, I reckon he's got a hundred and fifteen. Ooh, hey, not bad, not bad. He hundred and eight. Oh wow! Yeah, so, so you only got two points there. All right. Okay. Okay. Move on to Scotland then. Scotland. This is a real tough one, eh? Because I'm. Going through, and I'm going. He doesn't have a hundred. He doesn't have a hundred. Um, I'm thinking of. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna go. I'm just trying to think. Who are their locks? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna say two. You're wrong. Or one. You're wrong. Three. Zero. Zero. That doesn't bloody yeah. help me, does it? That's no. <sighs> So you didn't get a point there. Um, oh, yeah. Their highest capped person in the squad at the moment, Richie Gray. Is it Gray? 79. Richie Gray. Yeah, I, I thought he'd I thought he'd have 100 because he's been playing right. forever. Yeah. His second row player. Okay. Oh, well, never mind. Never mind. Zero points. Unlucky, sir. Wales. I don't think anyone's got – I can't think of any – they're so young – that group of players. I'm just trying to think, is there anyone in there that's been there for any length of time? The only one is their scrum half. I think he's got a hundred matches under his belt. So I'm going to say Wales won. You're correct. Is it the nine? No. <sighs> so you've stabbed in the dark and you've hit something, but what have you hit? I don't know, eh? Who's... How many do you think they've like got? 
Well, I'm trying to think who it is. So, uh, Fowler Tower's not in the squad, is he? I can give you the name of him, but you won't get a point. Okay, go on. It's George North. (gasps) Oh, okay, because he wasn't playing on the weekend, was he? Yes. Okay, George North, I think he's got 115. You get a point. (laughs) 118. (laughs) Yes. Well now I get two points because I, I picked the right one. Yeah, I gave you that. I gave you that. Yeah. All right. I just You're didn't currently get the name. four points. Okay. Very good. France. Um, I don't know them well enough. I don't. Oh, is there one? I think there's like maybe two. Wrong. <laughs> None. <laughs> None. None, yeah. None. I, now, their highest capped player is Gail Fickle, who mm. is on 86. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Italy. Italy. Surely there's no one from Italy. They don't play enough games a year. Um, just trying, is there any old real old boys? I'm going to say none. Correct. Yeah. Well done. Okay. Uh, Tommaso Allen, I think. Tommaso. Yeah. Yep, Tommaso Allen. And he is 80 caps. Yeah. Island. Who's left? Island. Oh. Okay, well, I definitely know their captain has got 100. So that's one. Oh, I reckon there's Tad, Tad, Tad Furlong. There's, there's two there. Just trying to think. Does someone like Henshaw Furlong's have not playing, 100? though, is he? Who? Furlong. Is he retired, is he? Maybe. Henshaw might Henshaw might have a hundred. I'm gonna say there's three. Correct. Well done. <laughs> well done. So, so Peter Omani. Peter Omani. I reckon he's like one twenty. Wrong. Connor Murray. Is he still in the squad? Yeah, he's off the bench. Unbelievable he? he's in the squad. Wow. And who's the other one? Uh, Healy, the Ford. Okay. Yeah. And who's the highest out of that? Uh, Connor Murray's 113. Healy is 126. And what's Omani? 102. You know, Omani, he is the perfect... The perfect replacement for Johnny Sexton as captain. Oh, 100%. A really, really, like, the same person, really, yeah. isn't he? You know, yeah. just a real wily, grizzly. Yeah. Um, old boy, great you know, man, old boy. Oh, yeah. Being around the block. Yeah. Gives it his all. Loves it. Yeah. Hell right. of a player. Hey, now... Southern Hemisphere. Now, this is quick fire because we're, we're running out of time here. Running out of time, yeah. Okay, we'll go Australia. How many? Sorry, say that again. You just cut out. We're going to go with Australia first. How many? Um, none. Wrong. James Slipper, 134. Jesus. Yep. Slipper. Now, the next person on there is Nick White, 66. Huge gap. Yeah. Huge. Amazing. Um, South Africa. There's a few there. I'm going to say four. You're wrong. One. <clears throat> it's a Beth, 117. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Argentina. Oh, two. Correct. Well, you get a point. Well done, sir. M- Mantoja? No. Crevy's finished, yeah. isn't he? No. Don't think so. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely got 100. Who's the other one, though? Sanchez. But I'm not sure on oh, these. Sam. I'm not sure if they're actually still playing. They haven't started, though, have they? You know, they haven't had a game yet. No. Uh, Japan? Absolutely no idea. None. Correct. No, actually, no, no. Oh, Oh, yeah, 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 you got it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 good. Yeah, yeah, move on. (laughs) All Blacks. There you go. Now, this is touch and go. I'm not sure who's fully retired in that. Yeah, I mean, Bowden Barrett, yes. Um, I don't think there's that many, you know. Because um, Colsey's gone. Uh, has, um, oh, it must be Kane. Kane must have 100. And Barrett has 100. And obviously, Smith. Um, Smith had 100, but he's not no longer there. So I'm going to just say two, because the others have retired. No, retired. Krillick's not playing either, is he? No, no. Fine, you're wrong. How many have got 100? Not Kane. Sam Kane's only in the 90s. Wow. Well, only in the 90s. He's pretty bloody close. He's knocking on 100's door. Yeah, but this is a quiz on 100 caps or more. So just Bowden Barrett, so just one. Just Wow, okay. Yeah. Okay. So There you go, mate. I'm just tallying up, and I've come to a final decision. You have eight points out of a possible lot. I think that's pretty decent. Possible lots. But yes, uh, well, I'm happy with that. Yeah, I would be. I'm happy with that. Yeah. So you should be, yep. with your rugby knowledge, Ooh. lack of it. Mate, it's the uh, time to finish the show show, but yes. um, what can people do to support us? They can like, share, subscribe. Uh, they can email, message, voice note, Patreon. Link is below. If you become a Patreon yep. member, send an email in with your number. We will add you to the group. I have added two people today. So they are yet to register any conversation, which is quite poor from them. Yeah, is that, you know, did you give them a hello? Anything like that? Or did you just leave it cold? Uh, I left it cold. <laughs> you're such a good host. You know me. <laughs> hey, you're admin as well. Oh, yeah. We know what you're like. Mate, words. I have been working all day. <laughs> so have I. <laughs> Mate, playing with small children is not work. That's all oh. I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> playing hockey with small children's not work. No. Anyway, on that note, it is time to uh, finish the show. Until next week. See you later. Podcast Network. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.